When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to the first episode of Space Trash of 2023. Styles of the rich and the famous of 2023. I'm Sarah Arnold. I'm Molly Molshine. It's still Uranus. What'd I say? The famous. Oh my God. Wow. That's a sign. I think we're about to get famous in our anus. <laughs> you are manifesting it from your anus to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Every fart is for you, God. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> PSA, you guys, after we recorded this episode, some even crazier news leaked about Harry's memoir. So if you want to hear about I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you want to hear about whether or not Harry and William are circumcised and uh, what frostbitten dicks had to do with the royal wedding, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. And if you want the free version, which is full of plenty of other tea, less genital related, but still very interesting. Here it is. This is our first episode in a while. I mean, I had a pretty terrible Q4, so I kind of zoned out for the past two weeks. But we're back. We're back. It's dry Jan. I have a new lease on life. I did want to have a glass of wine today, but I ate an entire chocolate bar instead. Well, how how are you? I'm great. I also have a new lease on life because of Broadway. Oh, Broadway. You went to Anne Juliet. I think I'm going to try to go to Anne Juliet this weekend. We're, we're going to talk about Prince Harry leaks, but I'm going to try to go to see Anne Juliet because I have a group with some of the other people that are doing Dry Jan. I named it the Dry January Fun Committee, and for some reason, no one pounced on that. (laughs) So I changed it to Damp and Dry Jan Fun. So I got rid of the committee and I included damp people. So now there are a few more people in it. There's like six of them. So some people are doing sober activities with me and I'm going to see if they'll go. I wanted to see it. I don't mean to be critical and I know that you're really the editor of us, but damp isn't one of those words that turns me on. I know. I'm surprised that the people were like, yeah, okay, damp, I'm in. (laughs) They've requested damp. Requested? Yeah, some of them are not doing a full dry jam. They're doing a damp jam. And I said, well, that's one one step away from moist, if you ask me. But okay, we'll do damp. I guess it's just not drinking as much. Dry January is the most Capricorn thing. Wait, can you make sure that your mic is is that this is picking up your mic. Oh no. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast and we can get new mics. I decided 2023. I will continue to do sales, but it's 
only going to be for patrons. Oh, you mean you're going to run sales, like give people discounts. I thought you meant you're only going to sell things to patrons, like use your sales skills. I was like, no, but they already bought something. If you want a reading from me, that's a holiday sale or a Valentine's Day sale or whatever kind of Hallmark sale, you've got to be a patron in order to indulge. Just do it. Just sign up because- Like, okay, I know I just live streamed a first class flight, but (laughs) that thing was highly discounted. It was even cheaper than a real flight. That's how I afforded it. And Molly's first class soiree had nothing to do with money. It had everything to do with life coaching and the power of manifestation. Molly said at the beginning of last year, we were doing our goals and she's like, I just want to fly first class. I said, I said, I don't want to fly economy anymore. I just want to do business. And here's the deal. I fly a lot, much like Dorit Kemsley. I'm a child of the world. And I would say only 30% of my flights this year were standard economy. I had one first class round trip, one business round trip. I had several premium economy ones, which is really the sweet spot for me. All I really need is premium. And then only I had a few short haul run of the mill coach flights. So somehow I did it. That's how manifestation works. Sometimes manifestation doesn't just show up like a windfall of cash. Like I won the lottery, but it's like when you decide something, even if the process of transitioning out of being some, some just economy ass bitch into becoming first class only, it isn't linear. So That's such a perfect outcome. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with your commitment to being honest about what you desired and you got it. I know it was insane, but this is the thing. It was the flights were supposed to be 20,000 pounds, which is about $24,000. And we, well, that was total. So $12,000 is what it was supposed to cost. And I paid like $650, not even. We put most everything we could for our wedding, our honeymoon, everything For the whole year, we put on a British Airways Amex. This is why we bank on love, people. I know, exactly. The thing is, you do have to pay it off. So it's not just free, but highly recommended. After we booked the flights, we were like, wait, fuck, should we have saved that for going to like Australia or something instead of just Philly? But whatever, we loved it and it was great. And it was cheaper than economy. The economy flights were like seven, 800 bucks. And we were like, what the hell? We might not even be able to go home. This is too expensive. So then when we found out that we could get first class for 600, that's when we were like, okay, yeah, that actually. The universe actually made it impossible for you to not fly first class. How was it? The first class flight was the coup de grace. It was great. It was really great. The lounge in Heathrow, the Concord room, which only first class people are allowed in was stunning and superb. The food was really good. Actually, the food on the way there wasn't that good because I had ticked off gluten-free menu and I shouldn't have done that because they gave me this really rubbery, rubbery fish. It was bad. So just get the gluten and don't go potty for a few days if you're flying first class. That's my advice. But yeah, the the cubicles didn't close. We thought that there was going to be a sliding door so you could truly shut the world out. It didn't have that, but you did have a lot of space and we could come and visit each other. Like me and Nick, we each had a little seat within our seat. So there's not like rows. There's no like, there's no like next to each other. On the way back, we were sitting right next to each other, but there was a dividing curtain in between us. On the way there, we were across the aisle from each other so we could go back and forth more. Also on the way there, we drank everything you could possibly drink. Did you do a wine tasting? Yeah, we did a wine tasting on the (laughs) flight. And the, the standard champagne that they give you is $200 a bottle. 
It's more than at a club. Yeah, exactly. But so here's the thing. I drank and ate so much on the way there because I knew I was doing <laughs> dry January and I was like, I got to get my money's worth, which is hilarious because I wasn't going to eat or drink $20,000 worth of food and alcohol, which is what the flight would have cost if we had paid full price. We drank so much on the way there that by the time we landed, I was just, I mean, I, I was cranky. I was pissed. And like, I just didn't feel good. I felt full and disgusting. And my advice to people, whenever people are flying over here to visit for whatever reason and ask me for my advice, I'm always like, listen, I know you're not going to do this. You're not going to take my advice, but don't eat. If you're on a red eye, do not eat the food and do not drink. Do not drink a single glass of wine. Don't do it because it just, it goes through your body more slowly and it just makes you feel like shit and you won't sleep properly. If you drink, you already aren't going to sleep well on the plane. So when you are taking a red eye, it is imperative unless it's like a 10, 12 hour flight. Definitely don't drink and preferably don't eat unless it's just a tiny, tiny little breakfast. But since we were on first class, I still ate on the red eye back because I was like, I gotta. It looks amazing. I mean, again, Titanic, a bad reference, but it was sort of like, oh, that's how the other side lives. Yeah. Nick got short ribs on the way there and they were amazing. But in general, we do need cash so that we can continue to fly premium. Exactly. And the more money we make off the Patreon, the more fucked up jokes we can tweet. Your mic. It's just a little bit hairy. Perfect segue. Okay, let's get into it. Harry's memoir. Spare. Spare. He's the spare, darling. He's spare. He's only the spare. He's not the air. Simply spare. <laughs> spare. It's coming out January 10th. So it's coming out on Tuesday. They are not giving out screeners, preview copies to anyone. But they gave a they gave an excerpt to People magazine. Okay. A deranged excerpt, if I do say so myself. Cool. Yeah, because People magazine, if you'll remember, was the one that published Megan's five friends talking about how she how amazing she is. Right. So they have a good relationship with people. They might have given some excerpts to the New York Post. I didn't look into it. The Guardian, a reporter from The Guardian who always gets his hands on every big blockbuster biography he got a copy so he's been pup drip feeding some stuff today why why did he get a copy so here's the thing when you're selling hard copies of a book it's not like netflix or or like a movie or a tv show where it's all digital and there's one copy per place when it's hard copies there are real copies of this thing floating around all over the world right now and the bookshops are kind of offering on operating on the honor system that they're not going to sell them until tuesday so this guy, it's like in the Double Wears Prada when Anne Hathaway has to get the Harry Potter manuscripts. Yes. This guy from The Guardian, he's known for doing that, for getting the Harry Potter ungettable manuscript. He must have a big old dick. So <laughs> that is that kind of energy. And then at the same time, so he published an excerpt today about, about Harry and William getting in a physical fight. Meanwhile, the son a notorious British tabloid that Harry and Meghan hate. The only one they hate more is the Daily Mail. The Sun, listen to this, you're going to die. Someone in Spain accidentally released their, like a bookshop, put the books out in Spain today. Wait, what? Yeah, and and a British person who reads The Sun bought two copies and called up The Sun and was like, hey, I have a copy of, 
en la sombra. Is that fair? The Spanish version, which means in the shadow. It means in the shadow. I guess spare doesn't work for them. But so they were like, we have a copy and we're going to send it to you. So listen to how funny this is. The Sun publishes this braggy post. They got a professional photographer to take pictures of a reporter posing with the book. And they're like, we got a copy of the book. This book is out and its contents are here. We're translating it from Spanish. And then like five hours later, they still hadn't published any excerpt from the book because they were... Well, yeah, probably because they're, they're like, none of this tracks. They're like, this is it spare or is it in the shadows? Right. So I guess they it took them all day to find a Spanish person who would talk to them. And like, they're kind of starting to publish some of the bombshells now. But it was so funny to just be like, we got a copy and we're translating it. And then just crickets. So the son got a copy of Spare in Spanish. A spare copy of Spare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically used it as a paperweight. They just are sitting there staring at it, having no idea what it says. Do you think there's any chance that this was a part of the larger plan either way as Harry has been and continues to be a bit of a rebel? No. Here's the thing. They love controlling the media. That's their dream is to have complete and utter control. So their best case scenario would be for no one except for People Magazine to run this one excerpt and then everyone else just has to sit around and and wait and let the tension build until Tuesday. I don't think they orchestrated all of these leaks because so much is coming out that it's almost like, why buy the cow when you can give the milk away for free or whatever it is? Right, right, right. Why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? That's what it is. Chocolate milk. It just, it says everything about how they want to be portrayed and how they are being portrayed. Like for instance, the biggest story of the day has been that William pushed Harry over and he fell onto a dog bowl and broke his necklace. No, not his necklace. It seems like that was not released with their blessing. That was from the guy who's really good at finding these unfindable manuscripts. So this is not what Harry necessarily wanted the headline news to be today. The sanctioned excerpt that came out was this honestly pretty morbid story in People magazine about how Prince Harry drove through tunnel where his mother died at same speed. Quote, I want to go through it. So I'm just going to read some of it. While attending the 2007 Rugby World Cup semifinal in Paris, a then 23-year-old Harry drove through the same tunnel where his mother died 10 years prior. In his new memoir, he recounts the intense pain he felt in his attempt to find closure. Should I do his voice? Yeah. The World Cup provided me with a driver. And on my first night in the City of Light, I asked him if he knew the tunnel where my mother... You're right. Harry's a little breathy. He is breathy. I'm not going to do the whole thing. It's mean. No, no, do it, do it. You're nailing it. The World Cup provided me with a driver. Yeah. But so, okay. He says to the driver, do you know the tunnel where my mother dot, dot, dot. And I told him the tunnel is called Ponte Lalma. Yes, he knew it. I want to go through it. You want to go through the tunnel at 65 miles per hour to be precise. 65, yes. The exact speed mummy's car, this is how he writes it, had supposedly been driving according to police at the time of the crash, not 120 miles per hour as the press originally reported. Wow. The driver looked over at the passenger seat. Billy the Rock, I guess that's his bodyguard, nodded gravely. Let's do it. Billy added that if the driver ever revealed to another human that we'd asked him to do this, we'd find him and there would be hell to pay. The driver gave a solemn nod. This is like, you're asking the help to put your life and their life at risk. Driving as fast as a car that literally 
was wrecked and almost everyone in the car died. And you're like, don't tell anyone we asked you to do this. That is fucked up. It's just putting everybody in a bad position. Everybody. It's not just not just the cover up is putting you in the bad position, but the actual act of going 65 through a tunnel in the middle of Paris. Like now he's publishing it. They might get in trouble. Like, don't ask people that are not as blessed as you by origin to do anything that's going to get them in trouble. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. so they go through it and he's like. I said quietly, is that all of it? It's nothing, just a straight tunnel. No reason anyone should ever die inside it. The driver and Billy the Rock didn't answer. I looked out the window again. He literally commands him again. Uh. The driver stared at me in the rear view. I thought that driving the tunnel would bring an end or a brief cessation. He's a ghostwriter. Cessation. Yeah. To the pain. The Smiling, you asshole. <laughs> I know. Sorry. The decade of unrelenting pain. Instead, it brought on the start of pain part de. Pain part de. But if it's French, that would be pain part de. Bread part two. We're going to get some bread. Yeah. So he's saying like, oh, I needed to do this in order to get like relief from the pain. He wants us to see just how much pain he was in. And I think he's kind of failing to understand that as normal people who've had tyrannical bosses I I mean what I'm seeing here is a guy putting people's lives at risk and in the service of yes his trauma but there's no need to be putting people through this what does it say about him that this is what he thought was gonna put the memoir in a good light and put himself in a good light celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand so Harry is He's a Capricorn rising. He's a Taurus moon. Queen Elizabeth Taurus sun. Molly Mulshine Taurus moon. Mm, Love to see it. And his moon is very, very closely conjunct to his IC, the base of his spine, the bottom of his chart, the childhood, the home, his inner world. He also has his moon exactly conjunct his asteroid Ceres, AKA, you know, pronounce it Demeter, Demeter, but the the mother who was looking for Persephone while she was in the underworld mythology. And then the North Node is in Taurus at the last degree. Earth signs are physical. Harry is a Earth, Sun, Moon, and rising. He's more Earth than both of us. And we're a lot of Earth. What Harry is seeking is kinesthetic understanding when we hear a story that's very much air sign stuff when we experience something it's very or we remember something that's water stuff we're fucking fired up about something that's fire stuff but earth stuff is about the actual living through so it's like when Hamlet made his uncle watch a play about an uncle killing a dad. Yes. We've got to look up Hamlet's birth info. Oh, he had to be a Capricorn. A million percent though. But but you see what I'm saying? Where it's like Harry is a, he's all the earth signs. He's a Virgo Taurus Capricorn. So he's like, I need to understand. And his Saturn in Scorpio It's in the ninth house, but it's right on his midheaven, his legacy. So Harry gets a lot of kicks, not only out of doing physicalized act outs and experiential things, but like Saturn on your midheaven in Scorpio 
it is his cross to bear and his cross to work with. Make it a religion. Our Saturn in Scorpio, that is the secrets that are kept because of, and in his chart specifically, because of the public perception. So he actually is here burdened by public perception. And I feel like why he wanted to release this to people is because he was actually doing his ninth house Saturn in Scorpio work, which is to say, you guys don't understand not only the questions that are running through my earth sign mind all the time of like, what actually happened? What actually happened? He's also exposing morbidity, honestly, Scorpio. Yeah. And he's obsessed. He's obsessed with his public perception as well. I mean, astrologically, he's actually meant to stop focusing so much on his public persona. His North Node is like cosmically the message to Harry is like, go home, go home to your chickens, go home to your chickens and just create stability. But, you know, the South Node and North Node, they're tricky bitches. You know, I don't I don't appreciate any of the astrologers who are like, you want to get you want to move past your South Node and move towards your North Node. No, no, no. We use our South Nodes as a springboard, like we're going to do a vault in gymnastics into our North Nodes. We don't ignore, we don't get rid of our South Node. For Harry, his South Node and his Saturn and his Pluto are all with his legacy in Scorpio. Part of Harry's karma, like literally South Node is your karma, is to expose or at least try to expose the dark secrets of of where he's coming from, which will lead him into a home and family life that is more stable. So let's get into the next tea that he spilled. I don't know if we were recording, but Molly spilled tea right before the recording. I literally spilled it all she over literally spilled tea. the table. Prince Harry claims Prince William attacked him during argument over Meghan Markle in new book. Now, I saw someone calling him the Fresh Prince of Wales in response to this, which I thought was very funny. Uh, Prince Harry, get it because of the Will Smith slap. Oh, I I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Prince Harry claims he was physically attacked by his brother, Prince William, in his upcoming memoir, Spare, according to a leaked extract reported by The Guardian. The incident was said to have taken place at Harry's London home in 2019 when William arrived at Harry's home of Nottingham Cottage, the one that was too small for them, on the grounds. Oh, he was Kensington- just he was just simply too tall. Yeah, that's a good perspective. On the grounds of Kensington Palace, Harry claims his older brother was already piping hot, according to the report. Oh my God! How British! How corny! I know. Now this is what's so funny. Harry claims Meghan William called Meghan Markle difficult, rude, and abrasive. This was at the I think time- it just means American. I think it just means mm. American. Right. And at the same time, this was around the time when all of the things were happening where she was allegedly bullying her staff or her staff was finding her difficult, rude and abrasive. And they shared a staff with William and Kate. So what's going on here is William called his brother and said, hey, what the fuck? Megan's being difficult, rude and abrasive to the staff. I hope you use those words. Exactly. I hope that's exactly what he said. Right. They've told me that. She is. To which Harry replied that his brother was simply parroting the press narrative. Now, that's a little weird to be like, mm-hmm. no, you're just par- parroting the tabloid narrative of this person that you've met and work with. I don't know. Now, the Guardian reports that Harry then accused his brother of acting like an heir 
as opposed to a spare, love which the I rhyme. We really love the don't rhyme. understand. Well, it's after just the which, rhyme. If the rhyme is very good. Well, he just said acting like an heir, after which insults were exchanged. William reportedly claimed he was just trying to help. Are you serious? Harry said in reply per the report, help me. Sorry. Is that what you call this? Helping me? After giving William a glass of water, Harry said, Willie, I can't speak to you when you're like this. Willie? They call each other Willie and Harold. It was at this point that the argument escalated into a physical confrontation. He set down the water, called me another name, then came at me. It all happened so fast, so very fast. He grabs me by the collar, ripping my necklace, and he knocked me to the floor. I landed on the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back, the pieces cutting into me. I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. Harry adds that William urged him to fight back, just as he had as a boy. When he refused, he writes that William left, only to return later, looking regretful. He then apologized. Later, when leaving, William turned and called back, you don't need to tell Meg about this, to which he says he replied, you mean that you attacked me? I didn't attack you, Harold, William countered, according to Harry. Afterward, Harry says he called his therapist for help. It was only when Megan later noticed scrapes and bruises on his back that he says he revealed the incident to his wife. She also, on his back, like, so Jesus. Keep going. Oh, yeah. She wasn't that surprised and wasn't all that angry, Harry writes. She was terribly sad. Now, this is so much information. I mean, the biggest thing all day, I've just been like so sad picturing him laying on his back with a broken dog bowl. Why aren't they using the, I live in a doggy daycare. I just want to be super, super clear. If anybody out there are still using ceramics as dog bowls, there's a more efficient way. Well, Somebody posted a picture of their (laughs) Nottingham cottage showing that they had metal dog bowls and they were like, he's lying. But it's like, well, sometimes the metal ones are dirty and you don't feel like washing it. Molly, what kind of dog bowl does Oscar have? He has whatever is clean in the house. Okay, but of the ones you've bought as a human being that went and bought dog bowls. Plastic and ceramic and metal. As a professional doggy daycare uh, assistant. (laughs) Heiress. Eris, I'm the heir of the doggy day care. Yeah, 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 yeah. SS, Sarah's sitting. Um, <laughs> we don't, we, there's no need for ceramics here. But why? They're nicer. They look nice and they're microwave safe. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Once you got a couple of dogs trolling through your motherfucking kitchen like they own the place and they're knocking them around with their little noses and their little heads and asking for more and more like they're Oliver, we'll keep it in the metal bowls and you can shut the fuck. Ceramic bowls are for cats. Cat food can go in the ceramic bowls because they're gentle, they're feminine, the the feline feminine. The dogs are messy. They're cat dogs using ceramic bowls anyway is such a hazard in of itself because they're also aggressive dogs are slamming their bowls around with their dumb little heads metal bowls only for the dogs oscar is not aggressive he's a sweet boy he's a sweet london boy i'm well i guess my question is in terms of does it make me sad was their relationship always like because okay maybe you're gonna get to it and i will cut this if you are but there was also a harry statement that you sent to me that was like specifically like lol and willie's bald it's like right was it always like this or like like when did this 
happen? When did they, because we have been sold the story of like, but Will and Harry are so close and they're, but right. when did they, it's not Megan that made them not close is sort of what I'm getting from this. It's like, oh no, they've always had problems is what Harry's trying to say. Right. I think the Royal PR teams are a lot better than people have given them credit for because yeah. they did, they did portray this image of Harry as the lovable rake and right, William right. as the very responsible one that they and that they are best best friends and re- like that first Tom Bradby interview we were all shocked that that they had a rift because they were <laughs> sold to us as this two for one deal um and Harry even like was treated as a third wheel of their marriage publicly yep. like yeah and then you know I I don't know so it's weird but yeah I think this physical altercation if it really happened um I think it did happen. I'm not sure it happened in exactly the way that he described. Memory's a tricky bitch as well. But I do think there probably was an altercation. And that's crazy. I mean, grown men, you can't be doing that. This is the point, though. When we're talking about, like, should the monarchy continue or not? It's like, actually, my family, dysfunctional. Nobody is shoving anybody. Right. Like, that's beyond the pale. Like, that's... so not okay. And for him to we fall do to not the... do violence in the house. Yeah, you don't do that. And him to fall to the ground and have scrapes on his back, it actually breaks my heart. Like, imagine if I did that to Casey and then I was like, don't tell right. Daniel. No, can you, can you imagine? imagine? No, I literally cannot. Like, no, if Luke and I ever got in like a fist fight of some kind, first of all, that would be insane. But then second of all, for me to go and don't tell don't tell Randy or Danielle or any of my other boyfriends lol but don't don't like let's keep this between us it's like wait 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 wait. so not only is it not okay in and of itself but then you're actually asking like it's like some father having an affair like don't tell mom it's like it's all so dysfunctional it's very weird and it's like and then he didn't tell her well because he's a good he's a good boy I have to go to the bathroom. Can you hold on? I'm sorry. I'm like dying. Fucking get get it out. I would never beat you for that. Okay, thanks. In case I forget to say this before Molly comes back, what I want to say is if Tuesday is the day that the spat is being released, it's really interesting because on Tuesday specifically, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn is at the exact degree of Aries rising. And what is he doing? He's rewriting our story of the story, which is what Mercury retrograde is. I'm not sure that they have a royal astrologer for uh, Kepler reasons, but this is it's profound and it's interesting that this would be the day that he decided to release it. Or whoever, maybe the publishers. I like to think the publishers, I like to think the publishers have an astrologer on staff. I have some big news for you astrologically that I just told our listeners, but I'll tell you too, if you want to know. Yeah. So you said this, you said this memoir is set to be released on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you know? On Tuesday, Mercury in retrograde rewriting rethinking re-looking at revising the story and how we communicate the story is at the exact degree of aries rising on tuesday huh kind of interesting you know i mean time was like extremely specific 
it's extreme. well that's what i'm saying so so it's extremely specific and what i was just saying to our to our audience while you were peeing and i may have to cut it because lol but mm-hmm. it's extremely specific but it's like i don't get the sense for a lot of reasons that megan and ari are working with astrologers to time their publications i don't i don't no, get that sense they're just working against william and kate's work calendar to time their obligations which is also <laughs> so fucking interesting it's though literally yes, yes, yes. but also with capricorn season will and kate are capricorns and kate's Aries. birthday is the day before the launch of the book oh we love to see the drama i know so so yeah william apparently pushed harry to the ground which is sad really sad thought um very upsetting and if it's true it's it's odd but it's also like, and, Harry, if you, you were in Afghanistan killing all these men, like, what, what's going on with your glutes? What's going on with your calves? Like, we fell to the ground and the doggy bowl was your demise. I mean, it's a little bit like, ah, remember, you are an Afghanistan hero. Stand the fuck up. Have a little balance, my dude. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you wouldn't expect that to happen, though, especially when he just poured him a glass of water. I mean... It's very weird. Like if someone pours it's you a glass of weird. water very to weird. then grab them by their neck and break their necklace, that's like, that's so sad. Well, it's but weird. that's where, yeah, but that's where, that's where William is a double cancer where it's like, I'll come after your necklace, little bitch. Yeah, it makes me, bitch. it makes me sad. I did see kind of a funny tweet where someone was like, I don't care if it's toxic masculinity if someone <laughs> breaks my necklace, I'm taking it to the fucking grave. Like, at, at the end of the day, what Diana cared about, despite her early demise, is that, like, her boys loved each other. I know, but here's the thing about Diana that a lot of people don't understand. She was constantly beefing with everyone in her life. Well, she's everyone. an Aquarius moon. She actually doesn't care, care. She actually pushed her stepmother down the stairs, and she was, like, old. What? Yeah, she was Wait, pissed. What? She was pissed at her and she pushed her down the stairs. She like um perpetuated a rumor that that the boy's nanny had Charles's abortion, which there was she actually got sued for that. The nanny was like like got her like sent her a cease and desist because she was like, You can't be going around telling people this. Like Diana was Wait, you know. who, the nanny was hiding whose abortion? No one. She had no one's abortion. Yeah, but and what was Diana trying to say? Diana went up to her at a party in full view of all of the guests and said, sorry about the baby. Meaning that she had gotten an abortion from Charles? Right. What she was actually doing was getting a dig at Camilla. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because She was saying, you're not the only one he's also fucking. Exactly. That was the... um that's so crazy that you would know that because that was what a theory of a lot of the biographers had is that toward the end, she wasn't even that upset about Camilla because she was like, whatever, I've he's with Camilla. He loves Camilla. And then she was more preoccupied by like all the other people that he may or may not have been seeing on the side. And she just hated that this other woman was getting close to her sons. That's really what it was. And she Join wanted the Patreon. to. I have a very funny Patreon only story for you guys related to exactly this and why I know that for later Great. tomorrow we'll do that tomorrow yeah so okay <laughs> anyway all this to say 
like everyone is always like, Diana wouldn't have wanted this. Diana would have wanted that. And it's like, Diana was so much more complicated than people think. And like I said, she was constantly beefing with her siblings. She was speaking to one, one minute and another one, the next, and then she would shun them for weeks or months at a time. Like there is no one involved in this saga with a family that isn't drama. The closest celebrity that we've had so far to compare Diana's chart to is Erica Jane. (laughs) (laughs) You know? says it all it really does she was better at hiding it i mean less social media yeah before she died people were hating on her people were like oh she's running around with another guy what's gonna happen now she's not part of the royal family anymore she's just like running around europe and then when she died suddenly she was like mother Teresa. you know i actually so you also sent me something where it was like Charles was actually joking about Harry not being his kid. And it's like, that's so mean. That's so fucking mean. I mean, it's because he's clearly his kid. Yeah, but not. No, no, not clearly. He He was fucking someone else. Who knew? I mean, yes. But who knew? I think that is such a, for any father to challenge their child's paternity from them is just so mean. Especially if you're, you're talking not even to someone. Mine. I don't even want you to be mine. And especially if they are yours. Fuck you. Especially if you're talking to someone who has no sense of humor. <laughs> well, like, I want to say, okay. Who will we one day be moving to California? You know, like. Gonna put a disclaimer at the beginning of this whole thing. We want to say that in general, it would, it would appear that the monarchs are humorless. Diana had a sense of humor for sure. Except Diana, but then she was shunned and, you know, rode into the wall. So it's like, eh. but yeah, yes, she was okay. an outlier. Let's get to Afghanistan. Prince Harry has claimed he killed 25 people when he was an Apache helicopter pilot during his second tour of duty in Afghanistan. Um, he flew on six missions that resulted in, quote, the taking of human lives, something of which he is neither proud nor ashamed. Okay. In the heat of combat, the prince did not think of the 25 as people, but instead has, quote, chess pieces that had been right, taken off the board. Yeah, that's tough. It is the first time the 38-year-old has revealed how many Taliban fighters he killed during his military service. Uh, prince Harry served in the army for 10 years, rising to the rank of captain and undertaking two tours of Afghanistan. He also claims in his, I think the reason he's revealing this is because so many people have been like, oh, he had a cushy time. He was protected. And he's uh, being like, no, um, that's why he's revealing right. this. He's like, actually, I'm Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime, guys. Yeah. Um, He's basically, he just was like, you know, you can't see them as people Um, in the era of Apaches and laptops. He was able to say with exactness how many he had killed. And it seems to me to it seems to me essential not to be afraid of that number. So my number is 25. It's not a number that filled me fills me with satisfaction, but nor does it embarrass me. In the din and confusion of combat, he saw the insurgents he killed as, quote, baddies eliminated before they could kill goodies. I just want to say that Harry sounds exactly like I do when I'm describing the amount of people that I've had sex with. Baddies? Not only were they baddies, but goodies, but also it's like 25 because that number is one where I'm no, not ashamed nor... Oh yeah. Proud about. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but I could say based on technology that it's about 25. I don't feel that's blue really, around about it. And honestly, some of them are baddies. That's really funny. You should do it. That should be some material. 
Space Trash um, Tour coming soon. I've literally been manifesting. So just watch out. London, here Seriously, write that down and do it on stage. It's so good. Um, Harry writes, I, I made it my purpose from day one to never go to bed with any doubt whether I had done the right thing, whether I had shot at Taliban and only Taliban without civilians in the vicinity. I wanted to return to Great Britain with all my limbs, but more than that, I wanted to get home with my conscience intact. But here's the thing. This is where we need a military expert of some sort, because I'm not casting doubt on anything that he's saying. I just want to understand how you know who the people are before you shoot them, you know, like, especially when you're shooting from a helicopter, you know, like it's, it seems to me it would be kind of easy to not be totally sure. And there were even instances where Obama ordered drone strikes of people that turned out to have collateral damage that were civilians. So that's where I'm like, I need to definitely read the whole book about this and understand it fully. Cause I don't, I I've never done jack shit in my life. I haven't served in the military. I haven't helped anyone. Okay. Let me be clear. That's, whatsoever. Molly, let me stop you right there. Okay. Let me stop right there. You've done a ton of stuff. We, if you're on the Patreon, you know that Molly's highly productive actually you've done a ton of stuff but you've never committed murder it's not a no. bad thing it's not a bad if, thing if it's like like in military combat and it's like a necessary evil we could debate that all day i i want to know like i want to understand this is what i'm saying i want to know yes, if we are 100 percent sure of how just how it works because when you hear that someone took 25 lives i didn't know there was this is going to sound really stupid. I didn't know there was that many that bad of people. You thought there were less than 25 members of the Taliban? I don't, I don't think he's the only one shooting them. For every soldier <laughs> to be killing 25 guys, there's that many? That's a lot. It's actually a huge amount. Well, but also That's like- a lot. The thing that I didn't realize until you just said it is that that it was from a helicopter. It's a little bit like, okay, hair, don't give yourself uh, too much credit. You might as well be at the dive bar playing Buck Hunter. Like, it's not like he was like in cold blood, got a gun to your head, and I'm doing this for service. It's like, from the helicopter? It's like, you, you how, how, how removed could you be from it? At the time, one of the interviews that he gave, he was like, it's really just like playing video games. Oh, no. Yeah. This is Sassy 2.0. I get what they're saying and it ain't good. Yeah. So that was an interesting tidbit that he included. To be to be fair, like, and what what this does make me respect about him is this is certainly a warts and all endeavor, I would say. But the thing is, I don't know if he knows whether he's showing warts and all, because here, let's get into the next one. This (laughs) anecdote, which I think makes Megan look terrible, but you and I kind of disagree on this. I I, I don't know if I disagree. I want to talk about it because I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel. I also think it's just funny. Okay. Megan Markle, allegedly, um, there was a a furious row um, because, okay, I'm just going to read it. This is from the Daily Mail. So it might not be edited, but Prince William tore into Meghan Markle after he insulted should his I, wife. Side note, should I work at the Daily Mail? What a perfect publication for me. No, there. But like sometimes when you read my show notes, when I'm like, hey, Ma, I'll put it up, but just edit it. Are you dead? Oh, Sarah, you have no idea how much it kills uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Like I know. I know. the the typos. But I gotta just put them up. I, I just put it up the as fast spelling. as I can. I just want to get it up. I think yeah, Daily Mail might be my, my calling. It's been a years long process for me to not let perfection be the enemy of the good, especially when it comes to spelling and grammar, because Sarah, I'm like Rain Man with spelling, grammar, punctuation. Like truly there's, I've never met anyone better at it than me besides maybe my dad. So like oh, when I, I see stuff, 
And like when I was growing up, that was like a measure of someone's moral fiber, whether sure. they can whether they can spell properly. Like in my house, I just want you to know my in my house, my Ivy League father typed every single homework assignment I ever handed in. That is fucked up. That's not supposed yeah. to be how school works. I know. And it has also fucked me up in my adulthood because like now he works for my brother and not for me. And like, I've actually spent a lot of time in therapy processing the fact that my father does not work for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not even joking. But yeah, anyway, we're talking about generational trauma. It's all part and parcel of the same thing, but- I'm just yeah, raw, but I, need an, I do need an editor. Oh, well. It, it has been my thing of like, just because someone spells something wrong, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. Totally it retarded. Doesn't, it doesn't mean they're in- <laughs> it doesn't mean they're insulting you. The way that other people, the way that some people feel about someone being late for a hang, right. I feel about someone spelling something wrong when they're talking to me. I'm like, you don't even care enough to fucking learn grammar and spelling. Like, what is you? You're subhuman. Like, that's how I used to think. That's so but funny. Public school. They teach that. They teach yeah, everything. Everyone goes to class. I never. We'll talk about it later for the Patreon only. But like, it's just very funny because I'm actually not trying to assault you with my errors. I'm actually just trying to get it out so that you can fix it because I'm not going to fix it. I know no one's trying to assault me with my errors. That's my shit that I've gotten over. So anyway, I'm trying not to be <laughs> such a psycho anymore. I'm trying to be well, less no, but I think psycho. that that's why part, it's part of why Space Trash Podcast is such a huge part of both of our evolution. Because aside from you not being a psycho, I'm so ashamed as a Capricorn yeah. on Mars when I'm not perfect, that it yes. stops me from sharing. So I'm like, okay, I even know that this is going to bother Molly, but I'm going to share it imperfect either way because the larger conversation is about climbing up the fucking mountain. So it's like, exactly. okay, I'm going to do my piece. You're not, it's not going to be perfect, but if you can make it perfect and still be mad at me, but then like, not actually, then we we're not mad at you. Not at all. Not at all. But then we're all yeah. growing. Then we're all yeah, exactly. growing. Love heals. Also, like I learned that people are dyslexic and they literally can't help it. And that was a big step as well. My mother's extremely dyslexic and it has been at least 35 minutes of my comedy act. That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Prince William turned to Meghan Markle after he insulted his wife during a meeting meant to relax the atmosphere between them after the Sussexes returned from their African honeymoon. Oh, this was after their honeymoon. Meant to create some relaxation. Yeah. The Prince and Princess of Wales invited Harry and Meghan to their flat at Kensington Palace after a series of rows, including one where Kate Middleton was reportedly reduced to tears. Meghan also was reportedly reduced to tears. The reverse happened, remember? During a, bride's, reverse happened? during a bridesmaid dress fitting for Charlotte. But the chat over tea and biscuits in June 2018 descended into another conflict <laughs> because the Duchess of Sussex told Kate that she must have baby brain because of her hormones according to Harry's new bombshell memoirs. So they're over there trying to clear the air because they're all pissed at each other because they keep fighting. Something happens. We don't know what sparks this comment, but Megan says to Kate, you must have baby brain because of your hormones. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. clarify again, just for anybody that's, that's just keeping up with the Royals, just like me. So we don't know what happened. We know that they were, they were hanging out to try to like, just create some good vibes only Yes, this was uh, after they had already made each other cry. They made each other cry previously about, we think tights, but we're not sure. But I yeah, don't know. But we think it's about stockings. Then they all are hanging out. And so we don't have any information about what it was that prompted yeah. the comment. 
We don't, we don't, we just I think know- that's make or break to me. That's make or break. Okay. So I think don't say to anyone, I, I don't think you. Sh- One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Should say, I think if you are talking to your sister or your closest friend, a person you're on incredible terms with that you're very close to, you can give the your hormonal thing. You you can take you can have a shot. You can do a test balloon. Maybe you're maybe it's the hormones, and you still have to gauge their reaction where you go before you go full. You have baby brain because of your hormones. But if it's with someone who is uptight, British private and you don't like each other she's a capricorn and she's a capricorn um is really what this is about is that kate's a capricorn don't tell her she's hormonal i'm sorry what kind of fucking that's a dig i'm sorry i'm a capricorn if someone says to me because this to me is the same thing as telling a woman that a reaction she's having is because she's pmsing which to me is beyond the pale you're not allowed to say that if you say that Mm -hmm. you're being a fucking dick and you're minimizing that woman's emotional reaction or response to something. And that is what you must have baby brain because of your hormones is it's in the same family. Now, my sister, Casey raised a very good point. And so did friend of the pod fern Max Ted. No. You may know her from BBC's. This isn't my house or whatever the hell it was called. We were on the show. Oh my together. God. She was one of your co-stars. Which one? Yeah. Fern. She's the one who owned the house and she's hilarious. She needs to do stand up. I hope she's listening. Get her on but the- Fern, you want to do the pod? Oh my God, we should get her on the pod, yeah. yeah. But so, okay, Fern and my sister both raised the same point. Maybe Megan, maybe Megan was trying to make Kate feel better because That's of an actual because of an actual fuck up. Still, though, I'm sorry, you don't like. What if if, I if disagree. Kate was like, I disagree. Keep going, if, but I disagree. If Kate was like, oh, the funniest thing happened the other day. I stabbed my assistant in the foot by accident while I was gardening. (laughs) Even if it was that bad, you wouldn't be like, you must have baby brain to someone who you don't like. That's not a nice thing to say. I completely disagree. I actually think it's a specific, that's what I was trying to tell you on text. And I was like, we got to save it for the mob because like, it's not going to come across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually disagree. Before we even get into the nitty gritty of whether or not it is okay for another woman to say to another woman, LOL, bitch, you're hormonal. A woman who you don't, who doesn't like you and you don't like her. A woman you have beef with. Please keep that in mind. First of all, if I don't, if if someone doesn't like me, I'm not tiptoeing around that. That's your shit. I, I, if you don't like Kanye, then you don't like you. It's sort of different now, I guess, that he's anti-Semitic, but. No, but it's, it's, 
people in a family who are trying to make nice and have beef with each other. Right. But to, okay. For example, my brother just got engaged. Mazel. Congrats guys. Ever since Danielle has become my sister and they haven't even been married yet. You're calling her hormonal every day. Well, I'm calling her all sorts of shit. You stunt, you (laughs) bitch, you cunt. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. She's Gemini. She'll love that. But like, no, no, but I am, but I am like, like, so now who I'm being with her is slightly different because we're family now. She's in her circle. Yeah. Yeah. And when I like for the record, yes. Have I been weeping about the closing of Caroline's since December 28th nonstop? Mm -hmm. Yes. Did I get my period on the 30th? I did. Right. But that's for you to say. It's not for someone else to say. Yeah. But now that Danielle is engaged to my brother, I would say it to her too, because whether or not we are that close, we're now family and and we're going to talk like family. Okay. And she might find that rude and be insulted. If and when she did. And she said to me, I find that rude is when I would go, oh, my bad. And then I would put the lid on the can. The yeah. issue here to me, it's not that Megan said, maybe you're just like having pregnancy brain. No, I've had to remind multiple friends of mine, some close, most of them close, who am I talking to that I'm not close to? Lol, if you want to really hear some fucked up shit from me, you got to pay me a lot and I will life coach you and give you all the reflections you don't want. But I do feel like actually acknowledging, like, I strongly believe it's not that they're like crazy or like off or wrong. I actually think they're more tuned into the emotional truth of what in their regular, in the other three weeks, we're not able right. to express because we're playing the patriarchal game. But I think right, but but periods and babies bring us into those serious hormones, bring us into the truth. That's all well and good, but- we still have to exist in the patriarchy 365 days a year. It's still going on around us. We actually can't go into a menstruation hut. That's not allowed yet. So when you are out having to function with pregnancy brain, with PMS, you have to put up a facade. And I'm not saying this is a good thing, but this is how society works. And you can't debate this. Fuck with that. I don't fuck. I'm Lilith rising. I don't fuck with that. Right. But we're talking about people that exist in a family that is built to uphold patriarchy and the system. Right. Have have baby brain. You have to put up a facade that you are normal and everything's fine. And, and when someone comes up to you and says, are you PMSing? Do you have baby brain? They're telling you, Hey, the facade has seemed crazy, right? I can tell that you don't fit in, in this society and you're not functioning the way we all need you to function. And you suck at this. That's what, that's the message that you get when someone else puts on you the hormonal malfunction that doesn't allow you to exist in the patriarchy, which actually should be a beautiful thing, but that our society doesn't consider to be. And Megan knows that. I'm sorry. She fucking knows. Let me back it up. I don't think she does. And Kate's uptight. I will grant that as well. So that's why I texted her. I was like, I think we're getting to the thing that actually is a problem with Megan, which is that she does have that LA girl. Overly familiar. Exactly. She thinks she's being intimate. And one of the girls where in the British royal culture, that's actually not even allowed. Right. I mean, for me asking, telling me that I have baby brain or PMS is also not allowed. And I'm American. It doesn't fit into our society. And you're telling the person that the mask is slipping and you don't know how much this person values. You don't know how much the person you're talking to values that mask. Right. PMS has been used 
to control women and be a moral failing and prove that we're out of control for millennia. Same with baby brain, same with pregnancy. Women shouldn't hold office because they're pre- they can get pregnant is something that was commonly accepted 30 years ago. Also think about Kate Middleton as a person. We don't know her. We've never heard her speak more than 10 words. And you know that this is not a bitch you ask if she's PMSing. Come on. Of all the people in the world to say, are you a little hormonal? That's not the girl. Right, right. Right. She's like, well, she's like, how dare you even, how dare you even acknowledge that I'm like a normal human? Right, exactly. Kate is a Capricorn sun cancer moon. And it's, well, it's reverse me. That's so weird. So who were you reverse of again? Who was the- Kirstie Alley. Oh, Kirstie Alley. There was someone else, but- I just want to say what my poll revealed. I said, if you're pregnant, and by the way, at this point, Megan weighs 90 pounds. She's stunning. She's the new girl on the block. Everyone's obsessed with her. She's on the front page, everything. Are you a little, were you a little hormonal? (laughs) Right, right. Come on. You knew. They all knew. We have to know what they were talking about, though. I felt the same as, as, as Fran, Fern, and Casey. If I said that, and when I have said that, it hasn't been to be like, you idiot, you're prego. It's to be like, hey, for the record, you're, remember, you're pregnant. Right. You think it's doing her a solid, giving, telling her to cut herself some slack. Whereas, yeah. Okay. I said, if you were pregnant, a childless person you just met said, you must have baby brain because of your hormones. Would you see red or laugh it off? My mom said, laugh it off. And she's the person who told me never to ever say you have PMS in your life. I'm going to ask her to explain that. This is why we're so, yeah, but this is why our generation is a little bit confused and how we're, we're trying to do the healing work for all the generations, but it's like, you guys are giving us missed messages, mom and dad. It's fucked up. Exactly. I also had two men vote laugh it off. And I just want to say for the record, no man should have answered this poll. So then, so 62% see red, 38% laugh it off. I think that's safe to say, err on the side of not saying this to people. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like when we got that review of someone saying on the podcast that, that a famous woman should have kept her mouth shut. That's triggering for patriarchal sexist reasons. Even if you think one particular woman in one moment of time should keep her mouth shut, you don't say it. You don't say it that way. It comes across sexist. So we agree. Let's not tell people they have baby brain. Let's let them tell us. Yes. yes. I think that's I the like way that. forward. And if you say it and somebody gets insulted, don't make it super public knowledge. Go my bad. Right. Here's the thing that's really Say sorry up. when you hurt someone's feelings. And this is where Harry and Megan, I mean, everyone in this book, comes out looking bad in some way. Mm -hmm. Here's where they really lose me. The fact that the reason why this argument happened in the first place is because Kate didn't want people discussing her hormones, which Mm. is fair. And now makes it really mean. Now this, now the fact that this is even in a book and pre-leaked and what we're talking about, it's, it's so mean. It's so mean to put that in a book. I mean, we're mean for talking about it too. Really, we're trashy, but we say- No, we're just doing our job and it's the name of the podcast. So this is our obligation, but it's not Harry's. It's not nice to put that in. After the literal fight was, don't talk about my hormones. Now everyone in the world is talking about her hormones. That's a rat fink. That's rat fink behavior. it It is a rat fink. When you said it, I was like, wow, that's actually a proper use of rat fink. How about that? But for our own legacy- we're not talking about Kate's hormones. We're talking about hormones, period. So just right. for the record, Space Trash is still in line. We love you, Kate. This is 
why we talk about celebrities because it's opened right. the door for why else would this ever come up? Do you say, yeah, how would you and I, you and I would never have a conversation about right. whether or not that was appropriate. Right. This is why I love celebrity gossip and this is why it's important. So, okay, now let's get to step two where the roles reverse. And this is a little bit more of a divisive is- issue. Okay. The majority of people agree that you shouldn't tell someone, yeah, baby brain has because of your hormones, but We're divided 50-50 on this next part. William then called Megan rude to her face and pointed a finger at her and explained, these things are not done here. In an excerpt, which lays bare the rift, Megan then told William, if you don't mind, keep your finger out of my face. Megan said that she had never intentionally done anything to offend Kate and that if she had, she begged her to let her know so she could avoid avoid a reoccurrence. I believe Um, that. But then she put it in, she told her husband to put it in the book or she, well, like, she agreed told with her him husband to put it in the she book. She agreed with I, him to put it in the book. If that was me, I would have been uh, like, don't right, put right, that right. shit in the book. Right, we might have said it was in the book. Right. We would have said it was already a problem. Let's not make it worse. Just don't make right. one of the things. Don't mention the time that I hurt Kate's feelings. Exactly. So, okay. Now this is the part that's divisive. Him putting a finger in the face. Come on, well, man. That to me is more insulting than assuming that I'm PMS. It, ta- it, it. It makes them immediately, yeah, it loses the higher ground. They lose the, like William and Kate have the higher ground when they've been insulted with the baby brain thing that's fucked up. He's, he has every right to say that's a rude question. Yes. And he has every right to say, this is not how we talk to each other. We don't talk about these intimate details. Every right to say that the finger in the face, you know, a man does not put a finger in a woman's face. Any Real Housewives franchise, when a man gets involved in the drama and starts putting a finger in the face, that's you've crossed the Rubicon. You've yep. lost the higher ground, no matter yep. what was done to your wife. Yes. I think. Agree. Friday. That was weird. She's like, you guys have PMS. We're being wiretapped. <laughs> the recording just stopped. If you, I'm sure you guys cannot hear the voice, but the recording just stopped us and then restarted us. And I'm I don't scared. know why. Should we, do you want to do a manual stop and restart just in case? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, she lived with her dad most of the time when she was a teenager. It's very weird. No one really knows why that happened. Maybe he just lived a cr- closer proximity to the private high school. I don't know. Seems like a nicer house, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But so, okay, I did a poll. I'd be pretty freaking annoyed, but a finger in the face? And the two options were, yes, Will, defend your wife. And the second option was, no, Willie, back off, psycho. And it was a pretty even split. Wow. 50% yes, 50% no. Well, it's like, but it's it's kind of a loaded question. No offense, editor. But it's like, there's a difference between defend your wife. Like, yes, defend your wife and do it in a way where you're not physically threatening them. Well, I think the question is, but a finger in the face. That was what. Right. The- so a finger in the face is a no, a defend my wife, hard yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant to defend your wife with the finger. No, no, Nick, if you're listening to the pod, which I'm sure you do, defend Molly at all costs. But just know that women shouldn't ever have a finger wagged in their face by some dumb man ever. Even if you're smart, just don't fucking do it. Now I'm like, if someone really pissed me off that much and Nick got in their... But I don't think that would piss you off that much. I think there are certain things where it's like worthy of... To me, when a man waves a finger in a woman's face, it is a, it's a physical threat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of people who annoy me, who just get under my skin saying to me, do you have baby brain or PMS or it's your hormones? 
I would love for Nick to like kind of verbally clean their clock. You know, he right. never would. Well, yeah, but that's he's nice. different than a finger in the face. Yeah, no, verbally clean their clock, baby boy. Don't become physical is the thing for men that they need to understand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. becoming physical is so different than women becoming physical because you just yeah. are biologically stronger and bigger. I also think anyone becoming physical is bad. Same, unacceptable. Yeah. That's why the, the housewives, I can't really watch because I'm just like, is this always going to just turn into a table turning fiasco? I hate it. I- I know I hate when they do that. I don't like, I don't really watch the franchises where they do, where they're throwing shit and everything. I I don't like it. Yeah. I hate violence. I don't mind murder, but I don't want to see it. This season of Miami is really good, by the way. Oh, I love, I love Florida. Yeah. Um, Okay. What other, what other little items do we need to talk about? I feel like that was all the big stuff. I mean, we're, we are obviously going to be doing more on this. Um, Oh, this was a little weird, like paging Dr. Freud. Prince Harry felt his brother, Prince William, was gone forever after wedding to Kate Middleton. Wait, what? The brother? Okay, I, I'll do his voice for this. I really like more... when you do accents, I want to say. Okay. We need to get back into theater. Okay. Recall, he was recalling that it felt like yet another farewell. The brother I'd escorted into Westminster Abbey that morning was gone forever. Who could deny it? He'd never again be first and foremost Willie. He really wrote that. Every time you say Willie, I'm muted because I'm laughing. Molly's <gasps> Harry is killing me right now. Willie. Willie, we'd never again ride together across the Lesotho countryside with capes blowing behind us. They went into Africa and rode horses with capes on. Can you get more colonial? Wait, wait, wait. We'd never again ride cape? together. What the fuck do you mean a cape? We'd never again ride together across the Lesotho countryside with capes blowing behind no, us. No, no. We'd never again share a horsey smelling cottage while no. learning to while learning to fly. Who shall separate us? Life. That's who. Now there I are mean, some capes behind you instead. Like I definitely, when Casey got married, I wasn't like, we're being separated. We'll never <laughs> share a horsey smelling cottage. You know? My brother just got engaged and I'm now insulting Danielle like she's family. I am on the same page as you. Me, you're more like Megan than I know. Think. Yeah. Trust, oh, I think. I like Megan. But yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. say that like, I'm right. I would never see my brother getting engaged as some kind of a like. A loss. Like a loss. I No, I'm like, Danielle, you're my sister and you have PMS. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're one of us. And then he goes, and I recall... I recall, shouldn't we say Willie <laughs> with a Willie? I recall Willie walking her back up the aisle. And as they disappeared through the door into the carriage that would convey them to Buckingham Palace, into the eternal partnership they'd pledged, I recall thinking goodbye. What a drama queen. You know, I know. it's also like, just for the record, our. What a nice fantasy on your part that you have like made this whole story of like, well, now that they're officially betrothed, it's like, bitch, your parents did not honor the vows. Get cool. Like as if, as if, well, when my mother did, when my father, no, you actually don't, aside from your grandparents, you don't have that many examples of these, these marriages that really lasted. Right. For all he knew, it was going to be over in like three years. Great. I can't wait to find out who Will's actual girlfriend is, would be the actual next thought for someone that was raised in his circumstance. In, In that family. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, also, he had called Prince William his beloved brother and arch nemesis. Michael Strahan asked him about it in uh, Good Morning America. The interview didn't air yet, but they aired a clip. Strahan asked, what did you mean by that? And Prince Harry replied, there's always been this competition between us, weirdly. I think it really plays into or was played by the air spare. It's because of the big rhyme. I don't think William has felt that way. I don't know. No, I think the only thing is that William is bald and you're not. And you are really milking that cow, whether you're saying it or not. He's balding. Balding. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, also, it's as a royal side note. Why wouldn't he get some Rogaine? Because everyone would know and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Okay, but is, is Kate getting is Kate getting Botox? Yeah, but she wants to. She doesn't have to. And also Yeah, Kate but nobody is, has to, but it's like, of course it's it's okay to want to feel beautiful, kings and queens of of the motherland of the UK. It's okay. Maybe he feels beautiful when he's bald. Oh, now that I look forward to keep losing the air, Willie. The you air. Bald is kind of hot. It means you have more testosterone. This is where South Jersey versus North Jersey. I'm not from South Jersey. You don't think the shore is South? No, not where it's I'm sort from. of a different thing, right? It's different, right? It's yeah. South Jersey, North Jersey, and the shore. Yeah, like Northern Ocean and Monmouth County are more like North Jersey than South. We, the, I actually likes, agree with that completely. I agree with that completely. Yes. Yeah, it's New York sports teams, and then once you yes, get yes, kind of <laughs> below Ocean County, I think that's when they start rooting for Philly teams. So that's isn't it so crazy how sports teams really do def- like um, Giants so versus yeah. Jets? Huge conversation. Right, 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 right. That was a little incestuous, I thought, and a little weird for him to be watching his brother go down the aisle and be thinking, I'll never see him again. And I'm like, are you, because the body language, body language, body of him, body language, him, Kate and Will was like three musketeers and they got along so well. And even when they did press events together, you could see they had a camaraderie. So I'm kind of, and like, since, you know, they always have to walk behind William because he outranks them. They would be behind him laughing at him, like in a lighthearted way, having fun together. So like, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like he's doing a little bit of revisionist history here or the palace PR machine is just that good. And there has always been this wedge and we didn't know. Okay. So, well, okay. Gun to your head. What's your instinct? I gun to my gun head. To your head. Gun to your head. I think he 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 did think a little bit. I'm losing my brother. I'm alone now. But he also really liked Kate, and they all got along. Okay, so maybe losing a parent would make you feel that way. And I'm not being sympathetic right. to that. So yeah, yeah. Well, so that to me is more what it's about. Where it's like it actually has nothing to do with Kate. It has nothing to do with marriage. It has to do with the fact that the way that he coped in real time. I mean, how old was he when she died? 12? Yeah. That it was like, well, at least we got each other. And I could see that being or feeling like a great loss where it's not us against the world. Now it's you guys and me against the world. But what I also think is interesting is the spare is coming out during this massively Mars and Mercury are in retrograde. Mars is retrograde in Gemini, the story, the brothers, the partners. Mm. And Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn, the structure, what the public will know. How are we going to, how are we going to like use the facade to build? How are we going to unbuild and then rebuild the future based on the facade and the public, everything, right? I would be interested to see if, I don't know. Maybe book two will be about 
healing and a little bit more, you know, uh, I don't a, think a little bit more Neville Goddard than I just feel like I don't I think they like know what, how to heal. Well, I just I feel like well, no, I don't think they know how to heal is actually the thing. But I do think that like the the issue with this is like to me the spa is worth reading. I cannot fucking wait. But mm-hmm. even astrologically, right now as we speak, the South Node is to the degree, Molly, to the degree on Aries ninth house Saturn. South Node when it conjuncts your Saturn, it's it's exposing but also purging. It's it's asking him to purge the old like burden of the weight of what he thought reality was so I feel like this book is like him getting out all of his journal entries you know post date like 2021 like 1984 to 2021 and I think it'll be really interesting to see when when the south node and the north node move out of Taurus and Scorpio in 2023 and move into Aries and Libra if he feels the same because I feel like what's happening here is he's reacting to his feeling of his inability to express the truth and actually as we know like when you really do work through your truth it tends to change Mm, okay so yeah it's a little revisionist yeah not only is it revisionist but I think there's going to be I think him getting it out and getting his feelings out is the thing. And then because of this, there actually is, if they choose to accept mission, mission impossible, if you choose to accept, if they choose to accept, there is the potential for another revision where it's like, oh, and actually we came back together and there's a lot of love here. But I think this is really about Harry expressing like bottled up and even like bottled up past life rage about what power people keep private behind closed doors. That's why he's like, no, she was hormonal. This is his Saturn and South node and Pluto in his public sphere being purged. And sometimes when we have to look, even if you purge, sometimes we can get away with like Diana doing it in private. But for the most part, it's on the street at the nightclub or it's on our dress or it's some guy's dick. Sometimes we can't help but the purge being seen by others. And in Harry's case, because it's his 10th house and his ninth house, we're just sort of seeing him throw up here. Yeah. Okay. We have time for two more little details. Very good. Very good. Uh, First one, I just want to go through him saying that he lost his virginity to an older woman in a field behind a pub at the age of 17. Yes. Uh, it's important to note that the age of consent in the UK is 16. So okay. he was good, good to go. Good, good to go. And he said, she treated me like a young stallion. Oh, I cannot oh. believe that he wrote this. He wrote, I suspected he was, he said that a ca- he was in a cafeteria and a bodyguard who had a somber look on his face, told the prince he had been sent to find quote, find out the truth. He, he wrote, I suspected Wait, the he truth was- about the truth about whether or not he was fucking. Let me read it. Oh! I suspected he was referring to my recent loss of virginity, oh. a humiliating episode with an older woman who liked macho horses and who treated me like a young stallion. And now this, I can't believe I'm reading you this. I can't believe he wrote this. I cannot believe I that this. he debased himself this way. 
I mounted her quickly, after which, she, after which she spanked my ass and sent me away. One of my many mistakes was letting it happen in a field just behind a very busy pub. No doubt someone had seen us. No, your mistake was writing about it in this book. Who needs to know this? Also, Harry, it doesn't sound like she was treating you like a young stallion as much as you might have been acting like a young stallion. I know. It's I'm so just going to fuck in this field real quick and then fucking bounce. Yeah, so that's really weird. I don't did know. Did you why see that Elizabeth that Hurley? Did you see Elizabeth Hurley put out a statement to say, "For the record, I was not that woman." Right. Someone inter- Someone called her up and was like, "Was this you?" That was funny. But I anyway, love thinking it was. I love the thought that it was her. Although, in my opinion, Elizabeth Hurley would have fucked young Harry, not in a field. I know, definitely not in a field. There's no way that was just. An, I mean, I don't know why he did. Why he put that in there? Now, the final claim that we need. Well, to- I think. Side note: I think he put it in there because, again, Harry's son and Mercury and Venus are all in the eighth house. So, in his mind, he's chosen to stay no pun intended, mum, about, but chosen to stay private about certain things, but because he knows they exist, that there's some storyline that exists in the world. I think what he's feeling is that he'll set the story straight. Finally. Like, I think he thinks that we've been wanting this information from him. What actually happened? Right. No one was wondering, literally no one was wondering. And that does seem to be kind of the theme of this whole thing is just the overshares over and over again. Yeah. We want to know about the crying tights. We don't need to hear about a new fight. It's not adding anything. Like, and let us just... think it for your sake, Harry, let us think it was Elizabeth Hurley. You idiot. What I is know. it? Camilla? Don't tell us. Don't tell us. And now we've cracked the case and it's not her previously. We all thought it was maybe, I mean, right. anyone who was so much cooler it. for both yeah. of them, if it was Hurley. Okay, the final detail, which again is just another thing of everyone looks bad. Everyone looks bad. There was no <laughs> right. reason to reveal this. Prince Harry claims Kate Middleton and Prince William told him to wear the Nazi costume. Okay, wasn't the theme of the ball, how offensive can you get? It was native and colonial. So basically. Oh. Well, yeah, okay, but that is different. It, yeah, so I mean, I don't know what native wait, and colonial wait, wait. means. It's, native, I guess, I, it was a theme party to dress like the natives or the pilgrim. Like I don't know. Or a colonial, what that means. yeah. Well, colonial for them doesn't mean pilgrims. Well, some of it they call it. You have to remember they colonized almost every single country, so they weren't right. all pilgrims. They were right. lots of different types of people with different, you know, <laughs> sects of Christianity. They're all like Protestant, but, and they just went all over the world wearing different kind of crazy outfits to correspond with the time period. So I mean, it's all bad. It's all and bad. And Nazi seems yeah. unrelated. Nazi seems unrelated, actually. Exactly. I don't know what's colonial. I guess Nazis were invading. I guess that's colonizing. But yeah, so it was a native or colonial themed party. I don't know if that's a posh thing to make that a party theme. Or this what? is such, I just want to say any, okay, I know Molly, you brought us a wonderful British audience. You guys, uncool. Yeah, they all know. Don't Everyone do that. To this don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And they all say, "Don't do that." Accent. <laughs> ah, I know. I was actually just thinking. I'm going to cut that because as a Capricorn Moon Mars, I would never want you guys to think my accent was that bad. <laughs> I think it was do the that. that. Don't don't do that. Yeah, it was that. Well, how would they say yeah. that? It's not that. It's that. Yeah, I made it like thought. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So Prince William was a lion, which I guess he's implying that he's a victim of coloniz- colonization in Africa as a lion. And 
Harry is a Nazi. So he says, I phoned Willie and Kate, asked what they thought. Nazi uniform, they said. They both howled. Worse than Willie's leotard outfit. Way more ridiculous. Which, again, was the point. So they're all idiots. I mean, it's not ridiculous. Do we, do we have photos of the leotard outfit? No, there's no photos of the leotard outfit. He was <laughs> okay, just so in a leotard. For the record, though, it wasn't worse than the leotard. If we don't have a single photo of Willie in a leotard, it was actually still worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, he. But also, fuck William for that. Don't. OK, if you're going to tell Willie, if you're going to tell Harry to go as a Nazi, then you had better go as Mussolini, brother. Like, you're going to go as a lion, the victim. Like, come on. I know, but also, like, why did... I mean, Harry still went out and bought the costume. Yeah, but, like, if you told Casey to... I'm trying to think of, like, a, a like an example that would be analogous. Like, if, if you told Casey to be Mel Gibson, y- you wouldn't go to a party as Gabby Petito. I'm gonna have to cut that whole thing. That's not what I mean, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, it's like for William to be yeah. like, I'll be, I'll be the simple lion and you'll be the Nazi. It's a little bit if like, was... okay, you're not setting your brother up for success, my dude. Right, right, right. I mean, I would never tell Casey to be something like that because that's also not I mean, her Casey sense of humor. Mel Gibson would be really unbelievable too. If any, yeah, if anything, it would have been the other way around and like, not right. that I would dress as a Nazi, but I would dress as something borderline offensive. And Casey would just be like, I Same. don't know. And then my parents would be like, uh, do it. So, like, that's right. what our family dynamic would be. <laughs> so, really, we're just saying the royals are not that different from us. Just no, whatever. but like I said, it they're publicizing a Nazi. It. Right. Nazis just not cool. No it wouldn't what. have ever it, been it is, that. It's not, it's not okay. I mean, it would have been like, like if I was going to be anything offensive, it would be like, I don't know, like maybe I would dress as Paris Hilton with Perez Hilton jizz coming out of her mouth. Like that would okay. be my, you yeah, know what I mean? Like really a good idea. That's that actually really is a good, good idea. idea. That's a yeah. good idea. No, it's more like, I think it's because like, I'll, this, shout out Casey. I mean, I don't know if you listen, Mal, but we also have a part of this podcast that's all about The Bachelor. And we've had some <laughs> plantation ball drama since the vid and it's sort of the same thing where it's like there's this sort of i mean it's not just that rachel who ended up with the first black bachelor and they're still together was a part of a plantation ball a few years ago it's that it still exists right 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 yeah that's the thing we can't get too mad at people for just taking part in their culture because it does take a very strong person to stand up and say wait a minute, let's take a minute and think about this. Like you can't That's take like for me granted. being like baby brain is a compliment and an out. Right. That's true. You're, you're seeing that's the way of the future, but it's just not where society is right now. That's right. At the same time. I mean, so William went with the flow on that stupid ass mm-hmm. party theme and Harry actively made it worse. Like it was, yes. he actively yes. was like, I'm not just going to be a British colonizer. I'm going to be a Nazi. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no one right. involved if, in that party if- was was saying let's question this harry should have dressed as and tell me if this is the wrong word but a harpooner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean if they're gonna be like hey brother what are you wearing what are you wearing it should be like oh i'll be the lion you be the lion killer here's hey well wait here's what else they could have be been the circus be the circus head they could have just been themselves <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no costume required, bros. Like L O L mall. Now that might have to be Patreon only. You are really test. You are playing with fire here because you're right. 
I mean, it's a costume party about being colonizers. But they're actually right. They're actually in and of themselves as insulting as it could get. Actually. Right. But they're not the colonizers. Then that's that is one that's thing right. that like that's right. I mean, their ancestors were, but so were a lot of people's ancestors mm-hmm. of every race. Like people mm-hmm. have been like, like invading and taking shit over since time immemorial, but and they are not the, those people. That's like I said, it's it's their ancestors. They're still living off the money. But also Megan and Harry deliberately kind of made that connection in their Netflix series. And yeah. With the Commonwealth yes. thing. And it was very yeah. weird because it's like, okay, but you guys were president and vice president of the Commonwealth Trust while you were in the royal family. Megan had the flower of every single Commonwealth country embroidered into her wedding veil. Like oh, they were like yeah. a flower crown of all the places that we own. Yeah, like and they don't own them anymore. That's the thing. Right, like, right. Well, so even that what I was gonna say before I just made that dumb flower crown comment, just based on what I was just riffing off what you said. But actually, I think what the doc did was confuse people. Like, so that's why I had to exactly. ask you, like, like, wait, what is like what is the Commonwealth? Who like like I do it, think that they brought some it, unnecessary it was, it was it was deliberate to say, are they bad people? Right. To say, is this colonialism redux or is it just an association of countries? They did that deliberately. And while they were in the royal family, it was all rah-rah Commonwealth. We are the face of the Commonwealth. And that is why it was such a loss for the royal family when they left. Because as they said in the documentary, Megan was the one member of the family who looked a little bit like a lot of the people in the Commonwealth. So- but But all of a sudden to be like, no, actually it's terrible when you were representing it less than two years ago and you are proud to represent it and you're right. both one of right. you is 40 and the other one is right. nearly 40 you right. well, all of a sudden, was. all of a sudden not only are you not representing it but you're like shaming it when it's like oh that only happened because you're you got your feelings got hurt like right like don't right. don't act so above it you were down for it until they took away your security and your paycheck exactly so i don't know but so yeah let me, that, I mean, let me ask you a real question as somebody who's not a jew or a okay. nazi Would it have been more or less offensive if Harry went to the party as a Jew? Oh, why? Everybody can think about it. Everybody can think about it at home. Put it. Put it in the Patreon, not the reviews. But I, why you know, asking I don't know. me? What well, would he... you're just who I'm talking to? We're just like, you're happen to be here. I mean, I don't... is he the native in that scenario? It wouldn't fit the theme, I guess. Jewish the way that a lion, have... if, if 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 he's gonna, if Willie's gonna be a lion, um, if if, yeah, if Jewish Harry people have definitely up been in a concentration camp stripes, oh, that'd be really bad, yeah. But would it have been more sensitive, or would it have just, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing is just like, no, it would not are, have been. Hey, UK, more... why don't you have just Halloween parties? How about you just have a Christmas? Party? Why do we need to have theme parties where it's like the abuser or the abused? Just like Jesus fucking Christ! I know, no, that would get also... your teeth fixed and brush your teeth and shut the fuck up. I would say that also also would be really bad. I don't like to rank yeah. things in terms of offensiveness, but that would Fine. also be very bad. Fine. And I also don't want to get offended by hypotheticals because I feel like that's very like very TikTok Gen Z. But I think it is the funeral. No, but right, I and mean, I agree with you. I'm just thinking in terms of just like if we're going to be so like because it's like yeah, that actually, would be bad. It would be really bad either way. And it's just like the touching. I mean, it's sort of interesting though, because it is kind of analogous to the hormone conversation. I know it's just like, okay, it actually did happen and it is happening and it is what it is. But it's like, do we want to make that the focus? And it's in both cases, no. 
Also, like Harry did have blood family members who were full on Nazis. Right. And he also was a little bit too proud to have killed 25 of those targets. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a whole nother thing where it's like, I mean, how does does Megan when he talks about killing 25 people in Afghanistan, is Megan just like, yes, this tracks with our politics and our identity as these like. No, I think that there is like, you know, like like with Jesus, I think it's like before Megan and after Megan times. But what does she say when he talks about it? That was BM. But but he's still proud of it. Is he proud or is he sharing? We're going to have to read the book. Right. Well, it seems like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have to read the book. You're right. And I do, you do know what appreciate- I mean though, because there's a difference. There is a difference. Yeah. And I do, you're right. You're so right. And I do appreciate him being honest about it and explaining yeah. his thought process because. And side note, even if it's not, whether, whether we take away the judgment of like good or bad for killing the target of the human beings, LOL, I will say this. He is kind of awesome. Like, In- like I'm not pro war or killing people no matter what. But in terms of just like what the mission was and the stats, like Harry is kind of badass. Like he he's lived yeah. a really different life than William. And he is to me now ex- like explicitly hotter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I also think it was really like radically vulnerable and I hate that word, which is probably my own shit, but no, but yeah, it was radically vulnerable for him to share that his brother knocked him down and he actually hurt himself. Like as a Capricorn, as a Capricorn Virgo Taurus. Yeah. That's very touching to me. Like to, to, for a grown man to be like, yeah, I, I actually was hurt by this. Like that's very, that's huge. You know? It actually is. Okay, so we can wrap up in a mo, but there are a few notes I have here that I just think are we worth We have to wrap up now. Okay, okay. here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to tell everybody and you, Molly, specifically. What's interesting about both Harry and William's charts, as I look at them now, they I need to have, both, like, I need to be in a REM cycle in 15 minutes, so. Harry and William both have their legacy, their midheaven, what the public sees of them in Scorpio. They don't have anything else the same. I mean, you know, certain. So they but not both really. look like they both look like backstabbing, manipulative. Well, like they're both emo. They're both exposing different parts of what the what the establishment has tried. They're, they're uncovering secrets of the establishment either way. And and, yeah. and we're talking about this while the South Node's moving through Scorpio. It's like, oh, this there's an exposure of whatever secrets were trying to be kept. It's not done yet. So whatever Harry thinks he's exposing or Will thinks he's hiding, there's more to the story until the nodes actually shift shift. But it's interesting that like through this transition, we're actually getting different impressions publicly of both of them. I have to, I have to just read a listener question. How oh. would Megan, this is from 6925 Astrid. How would Megan oh. have reacted if someone told her she had baby brain? I think she'd say, oh, you're right. And then she would start literally just using slurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and fuck those fucking jews too sorry baby burn <laughs> no what do you think <laughs> okay i think um because i don't think she meant it in a mean way i don't get the sense that megan is mean i get the sense that she's manipulative that she's shrewd she's cunning she's smart but and she doesn't I don't... know that she is any of those things she's not doing it on purpose she's not if doing she any of it on way. purpose right i she think she genuinely actually Right. She was just a bait team. 
she she is an honorable student who really yeah. thinks that she is doing the morally righteous thing at all times. She truly yes. does like think that even if yes. she, it, and I do think she's a little twisted around sometimes. Like she's tone deaf. Calling out the Jason Knopf guy and not mentioning that the reason she's mad at him is because he exposed that she lied to the court. Like right. somehow she's pretzeled right. that up in her mind as a thing that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. So I think if someone's, if she messed something up, and someone said, you have baby brain. Here's what I tweeted. She would have made an archetypes episode about why it's offensive. Sorry. That was what her whole podcast was. Well, but also like, and to be fair, that's cool. That's fine. It's fine. But I don't think she, at really... least it is, at least it is what it, the thing about Megan is it seems like she's I don't, I don't... trying to say what she's doing. Even if she doesn't know what she's doing. She's tr- but I, I don't think she's self-aware. Like that's what I think no, the she's issue not. is. Like that's to be whole, like that is the whole issue. And it's the problem with most Libra moons. Yeah. She's like, I am a feminist and also LOL, you're hormonal. Like, no, in front of two men that were both like, you, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like, come on, you know that but that's she, not- yeah, but but she doesn't know. But she doesn't know. You're yeah, a Taurus moon. I'm a Capricorn moon. We are hyper aware of the physical implications of what we do. She's and so a is Libra Kate, and rising that's... Libra moon. She's just like, do you like me? I'm gonna say this. Do you like me now? Do you like me now? Do you like me now? Yeah. That's Libra. And Kate's a Capricorn sun, and she's a perfectionist, and she that's why she doesn't speak because she's and like, she's a, I can't give she's... these people a single inch to dislike me yes. because yes. I can't take it if they do. She's a cancer moon. She literally can't take it. Yeah. She's protecting herself from feeling so fucking sad a lot of the time. Oof. I actually think that Kate sees the royal life as an out because she's like, oh, well, I guess I just won't have to share anything because she's actually so emo. Oh my God. That's such an interesting concept. She's like, this is perfect for me. I I'm allowed to shut down because I'm allowed to care about my privacy this much. Whereas if I was a regular civilian and if I was this cold to people, they would just think I was a bitch. Interesting. And it's funny. I will send you my notes, but it's actually what I was, when I was looking at the charts too, I think the same goes for Elizabeth and it's why Kate is going to be the next best queen because it's the same shit. Leo moon, cancer moon. These are emotional women who are like, oh, actually, I'm just going to like bow out of the emotions publicly because like I can't. Yeah. Flip a switch. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to say is, isn't it interesting that the newspapers are the sun and the guardian? Why? Because like, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the monarchy and the sons and the guardians and what, what the perpetuation of the stories from both the sons and the guardians are. Maybe that's a reach, but I just thought it was kind of neat. And the last thing I want to say is you did mention the rock from high school. Did you see that picture that's been going viral of the rock from high school? No. Okay. I'll I'll send it to you. You go to bed, you go to bed. I'll send it to you though. It is wild. Okay, it's 10 o'clock. You know that I have to wake up early all the time. All right. Get out of here. But if anybody doesn't know, Google the Rocks High School picture. Get your opinion straight about Meghan and Harry. And please join the Patreon and share them there, not in our five-star review tab. Yeah, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. And if you do want to leave a five-star review, there's never been a better time to do it. Now's the time. Happy New Year. Five-star review near. Review near. From your anus to God's ears. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. 
Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Face trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.